0: version of Coach's Night Out. I'm Tommy Bryan, your host. We are at Town Square Social, 145 Public Square, Lebanon. And I want to thank Cody and Kyle for allowing us the use of their upstairs law. This is available for private parties through the holidays, and you need to contact Town Square Social and see if you can get your name and and get your phone number in the hopper and rent this, this great room and there's a smaller room Uh, Beside us, uh, there's a lot of Thanksgiving, holiday, uh, work-type Christmas parties that they have here at Town Square Social. It's it's a great venue, and the food is outstanding. This is going to be our last show of the 2023 football season, and I do appreciate everybody who has tuned in this season. We're averaging about 1,500 views per week, and that is just amazing, and we appreciate you sitting at work when you ought to be working watching it on your desktop or watching it on your phone on thursday and friday thanks we appreciate it advantage roofing contractors llc donnie self and rob painter are our sponsors along with daryl tidwell loan originator the southern bank of tennessee the salas realty group 120 public square lebanon thw insurance services llc Cumberland University Athletics, and D.T. McCall and Sons, Lebanon, Carthage, Lafayette, Franklin, and Cookville, home of free delivery. Week 11 in high school football starts a day early as Watertown goes to community high school. And how many of you know where community high school is? It's in Unionville in Bedford County. They play Thursday night, and if Watertown wins, they're going to finish third in their region which is region 4 3a friday october 27 green hill at mount juliet lebanon at gallatin the king's academy at friendship christian clarksville academy at mount juliet christian academy and kookville at wilson central that will be the final games of the regular season chuck gentry head coach at lebanon high school is with me on segment number one as he always is and chuck coming off of a, a a game, a non-region game last week with Hendersonville, um, back and forth, 14-14 for a good part of that game, and then Hendersonville put together a clean drive at the end of it. I want to say 17 plays and 94, 95 yards to win it inside 30 seconds. You were throwing in the end zone at the end of the game. They win 21-14. When you go back and look at it on film, what what strikes you about that game? Well, you know, uh, first of all, you know,
1: I ask our kids to play hard. Uh, you know, I was afraid of the letdown from the week before, and uh, when you turn on the film, we're playing hard—not always clean, but 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 hard and and spirited—and and I was proud of that fact. But uh, you know, uh, we're driving there when we pin them down when we punt it to pin them down and we have uh, a couple of penalties things like that and you know it just uh the second half we just never got our momentum going and, and it was always something and then so uh third down we threw it in the end zone to Chaston up and uh didn't didn't come away with it you know i thought that was a uh Good opportunity to to try, you know, and and, and we threw it up and, and had had a chance on the 50-50 ball. And, and Bobby
0: Kay got a picture. He's got it for a second, and the Hendersonville kid is digging it out and he almost got it on the rebound.
1: Yeah, and and you know, that's a low percentage play, but uh, you know, a play where you know you're there, you're close, uh let's let's throw it up. You know, we felt like we had the size advantage and the, the height advantage and uh it was outside just a little bit more. He has a better chance to get it, but uh, you know, then we, then we put it in the punt. You know, and he, he hits a golf shot and puts it down there. And, you know, like ninety four yards, six minutes maybe five yeah. minutes something, and we felt we felt good that we would get a stop and get the ball back and then have a chance to to to, to do it again. And uh, we just couldn't seem to get off the field to you know miss a tackle there on on a second and long that would have made it third and long and would have been a good opportunity. But, uh, you know, credit to them. They made some plays when we didn't and, and then uh, drove it down there. We had to waste our timeouts and, uh, you know, got in the end zone with 20, 28 seconds left. And then uh, we got the ball back and, you know, uh, probably should have got a little closer. We didn't execute, you know, there to the first two plays well, and then we threw the threw the bubble to Key, and he gets however many yards and gets out of bounds and gives us a chance to throw it, in, you know, and and, and we kind of got our hands on that one, too. Yeah. But, uh, you know, they're a good football team. We knew it would be a hard-fought game. Uh, just didn't make enough plays to win. Didn't – wasn't clean enough to win. You know, I, I think we had – 10 penalties maybe, something like that. Well, there right? were
0: 20 penalties in the game. Each team had 10, and it was 190 yards in penalties. That's 20 accepted penalties in that football game. Uh, way too many at this point in this
1: the year. Uh, no matter how the officiating is going, you know you, you can't kill yourself, and there's things that were self-inflicted wounds. You know, there's, there's some effort penalties there, and you're going to get holding every once in a while on a face mask and some of those things, but – you know the 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 pre snap post snap penalties we we can't have. Yeah. And, and again, the game was a little chippy, but uh, you know at times the team has got to be bigger than your emotions. And uh, you know, hopefully, uh, hopefully we can clean those up. You know, we yeah, when you look back, we've had some some penalties this year at untimely things, and 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 we're not built for first and 20 oh yeah you know, yeah you know, you know it's just just that just that way i don't know who anybody that is but it, you know first and 10 is hard enough or you know anytime you get behind the change it makes it hard and, and you don't want to do that to yourself uh but i will say this you know we went into the game trying to uh establish uh we want to run the football and, and we averaged almost four yards of carry and uh that is better than we have been doing so uh you know i was proud of uh you know the the committee that was running the football.
0: Talk about that committee a little bit because you you got a freshman. Gian Azita, you've got Jordan Jewell, you got Andrew, Andrew Hodge, Hodge uh, Key Corral. Crow, Crow, uh, Mariah, uh, Mariah. Can slip in there and run the football some.
1: Uh, yeah, we've uh, you know, uh, it's it's there's a lot that goes into playing tailback. There's more oh, to yeah. it than just turning around and handing you, handing somebody the football. And then, uh, you know, with Brent Duke going down, and also, we, so now our starting tailback and our starting snipper are gone. Right. So, uh, you know, Andrew was our backup tailback, but he was also our backup snipper. So when those two go down, you know, uh, we just don't have another snipper at this mm-hmm. point that's ready to, to do that. So, we put him at sniffer and then you know uh jewel was starting at linebacker and and as we came out of this thing we we said all right let's let's give it to jewel and after about four carries he was like hey i might need some oxygen here yeah <laughs> because so he's playing, wide, he's open he's on playing defense. wide open on defense very physical and has with the knee it's setting back in his progression of getting in shape and everything but uh, you know, Jordan is a hammer and there's, there's times that we'll need that. And, but, uh, um, you know, we decided as a staff, we talked about it and, and at this moment, you know, just pure running the ball, Gian gives us the best, best chance. Uh, uh, and we kind of slowly did that, you know, we wanted to do that, you know, three weeks ago, but I didn't want to throw him in, in front of everybody. And I'd also didn't want to throw him into the wolves real fast, but, uh, you know, he's getting better, and we've done some things with him to, to do that. And, then, you know, uh, sometimes it's Andrew back there. It's the one back. Sometimes it's him and Gian. Sometimes it's Key. You know, and, and so we have uh, pieced it together to try to do what's best for all of us at, at different times.
0: Well, you have done, I think, really a, a fine effort in, in trying to piece together a run game after your thousand-yard rusher, Sean Heath, from last year goes down in practice before that Watertown game, and, and you kind of had to shuffle the deck. And, and you know, uh, believe me, you know, what, our plan was to
1: lean on Sean as we got going, and, and, and you know, I, I kept telling him, you know, you're going to get your chances to, yeah. to to run the ball 20 times and, and things like that. And, uh, you know, unfortunately for him, you know, knee surgery – Brent had surgery today, knee, and and so when you take two seniors that have played a lot of football, and you replace them with a, another senior and a freshman, it's 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 a it's a it's a it's a little bit of a drop off, no matter who it is and what it is, and, and it's not necessarily talent, but it's reps and and experience and things, because not only do you take those two off, those are two that our kids have elected as house leaders, that are two of the Five leaders of our football team so it's it's been it's been tough and uh, again I know there's people that think that uh, maybe we should do other things but uh, you know uh, it is what it is and we're doing what we think's best for the football team
0: turning attention to the week eleven game Lebanon at Gallatin there's so many scenarios playoff wise but the one scenario that Lebanon can control, if the Blue Devils win on Friday night, you're in the playoffs. And that's got to be the goal to extend the season. This Gallatin game at Calvin Short Field is basically a playoff game. Well, uh, I told our kids last Friday night, uh,
1: standing in the huddle, that playoffs started Friday night. When we walk off that field, it's a playoff week, which playoff week zero and we have to win to, to continue and we'll see how it
2: uh
1: how it uh plays out and you know it's uh in our own hands we control our own destiny so uh you know it's 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 what you look for it'll be a uh, big game uh old school robbery uh it'll mean something and uh you know it's the kind of game you want to play in and then uh you know hopefully our kids will be up to the test and understand what it means and there's all kinds of playoff scenarios and whatever but the one that matters to us is we have to take care of ourselves and and win the football.
0: Gallatin has kind of flipped the switch on old school Gallatin football for years. They were going to line up and try to mash you. Now they're spreading it out. they got a sophomore quarterback who looks like a million bucks who throws it all over the football field? Yeah,
1: they're a spread
0: downhill running team
1: with air raid passing game. Uh, a lot of similarities between what we do and what they do. Uh, when we're in their sniffer personnel, three wide, two backs, uh, they're more inside car than where we're, than we're in the pistol. But the same, same stuff, a lot of power, a lot of counter, counter lead, uh, zone, uh stuff and then throwing the ball with the air raid principal, some wide receiver screens, uh backs out of the backfield and stuff like that. So uh it'll be interesting to see uh see the the match up but uh you know when you get when they walk out there they're gonna be big, they're gonna look good, they're fast, uh physical. Uh we like said big, big six foot four, six five quarterback that is uh coach's son grew up in the system, knows the system. So I'm sure he's like a coach on the field and helping them do everything. And then defensively, they're a uh, four-two-five kind of pressure, pressure defense that will get after you play man coverage, play some cover three zone stuff. And, uh, you know, we're really, uh, really put pressure on you. And then, uh, you know, their best football player, I think is sitting in the middle of the field and it's the eraser back there that will go and uh good tackler six foot three 190 pounds can run
0: and sideline to sideline and and all over the field they've got a running back who i think has had some injury situations number zero about five nine about literally about 230 240 who's a thumper in there if he's healthy he's a load and really a, a chore to
1: try to handle yeah he is a uh, athletic big man and uh hard to tackle you know he played fullback in their option stuff and uh, you know uh, we were interested to see when the new offense what would they do and uh, sure enough he ended up in the tailback and has done done a really good job for him took a helmet to the knee against uh, wilson central came out of that ball game and I believe he had rushed for hundred and sixty something yards before he came out and uh hasn't uh, hasn't been back in yet uh, I think he's been to the doctor and got some second opinions and stuff but uh you know it's it's unfortunate anytime you get a senior with an injury but he is a good football player and has had a good career and uh you know i hope hope that he's healthy you know I don't want to wish that for any young man but he is a load attacker tackle once he gets going downhill and the thing about him, he has quick feet
0: too. So you,
1: you know, every once in a while, he'll just step out of the way when you're getting, trying to get on them legs. But uh, you know, really good football.
0: Yeah, pressure on the quarterback to allow your secondary to, to, to have some, some play back there. I, I guess that's going to be big. Well, you know, um, with
1: a, uh, with a kid that 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 is not necessarily a runner he does run the football but he's not necessarily a runner he's more of a drop back passer you would hopefully you can get some pressure and get off the spot but they run some screens that uh you may uh you know all right what do we do you know you come after him they hit a screen and then they pop one and you're like uh-oh so uh you know it's a lot of a lot of stuff to to play into it uh hopefully hopefully it's one of those deals where we can possibly get pressure with three and then then don't have to but uh you never know we'll we'll see how it goes but you know in today's spread offense you know you they do a lot of run rpo stuff that gets it out of his hands quick and and
0: screens
1: and going it sideways horizontally like we do and so it's uh hard to get pressure you know and so uh you know hopefully maybe we can get them in some third and longs and stuff and then play some games and do some things with them and and, and make him hopefully get it out quick but you you never know it's it's uh it's a big chore to playing defense uh playing defense against a spread offense with a quarterback that's a trigger puller and with athletes the way that they have them is, is hard to defend
0: well it would sound like your offense needs to put some points up uh, <laughs> it's pretty simple yeah, but uh, if you can tell
1: who's in charge of that to make sure that they do that okay, I would okay. I would greatly appreciate that 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 our offense needs to score some points. Fourteen and fourteen—the last two weeks—is not good enough. <laughs> yeah,
0: well, and it—it's—it's a kind of thing that it's—it uh, kind of feeds on itself, doesn't it, Chuck? You have a little success early, and boom, maybe that thing starts rolling. Well, you know, it's—it's it's, uh,
1: like a lot of things. It's contagious. If 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 you're having success, success breeds success, and if you're struggling, sometimes struggling leads to more struggling, and uh, you know. One, we have to get out of our own way. Two, we have to – little cliche, we have to stay with our blocks longer. We have to take a little more pride in that of, all right, my man, I'm not coming off my guy. It's not going to be my guy that makes the tackle. We might have to uh, run a a few better routes, throw the ball, make a quicker read, get the ball out of our hand. We might need to make somebody miss and, and, you know, just – there's a lot that goes into offensive football and a lot of execution and it takes 11 and you know, it, it, you look at it and you're so close, but you get so far away. And, and again, you know, it's just one of those things that it's, uh, you know, I say spread football and all that stuff. Well, you know, Hey, it makes it hard to defend, but if you're not clicking, then, you know, it. It's a lot of times just three and out and boom, there you go. And but it's, uh, you know, it, it it makes it for, you know, quarterback to be clicking, the receivers to be clicking, the offensive line to be clicking, the running backs to be clicking, and all of that going with everybody in sync, in tune, all focused and all doing the right thing at the right time. And, uh, you know, hopefully hopefully we get that. You know, today in practice was one of the better practices that we've had where it looked like that uh, for the most part. You know, it's not ever going to be perfect, but, uh, you know uh, – it, you hope that uh, at this time of year that you can get some continuity and some some stuff going. You
0: pulled one out of the hat last week when you ran that tackle eligible to Jace Gardner. Talk about how you decided this is something you're going to put in your package. Well, uh, obviously, every
1: year, linemen are sending stuff now on social media. Hey, Coach, did you see this? Did you see that? Did you see it. And people do, you know, they sprint and throw it back to tackles all the time in college football and everything. And uh, obviously with our struggles running the football,
2: you know, uh, I was looking All right, what are we
1: going to do when it gets – when we have to have a play to get a yard to – what what is the best – what gives us the best chance to do that? And uh, the way that they play defense – with no overhang over there and and stuff like that i told uh coach angel i said i'm gonna put this in today and i said jason Gardner's gonna gonna be happy and aiden donald's gonna be the maddest man in tennessee <laughs> because you never ran it with Aiden. and uh, and so uh, uh last year when riverdale run the the hook and ladder uh to their tackle you know aiden was like that's perfect coach that's perfect." And, we were good enough on offense that we didn't need to do that kind yeah. of stuff. And uh so we called Coach Coach Williams. We were talking about the the clock and stuff and I said got it we I called time out and I wanted to make sure that everybody knew exactly what we were doing and exactly what's going on.
2: And uh we
1: were talking about this afternoon. Uh, some of our coaches and some of our players said we're running what? Well, did you tell the official because yeah before the game, but yeah, we okay. told them uh, we've got to pass, and I promise you it'll be backwards. Uh, you know, Joe said it. Right? He was there. We worked on it. I told Jason, you have to be behind Biscuit. Biscuit, you can't drift. You have to go sideways. This side, you have to block for him so he don't. You have to throw it backwards. You have to catch it, and then you have to. The first time he caught it, he ran this way inside to try to go run over somebody, and. Like, no, 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 and and he was like, coach, I'm just playing. I'm like, I'm not playing. And we're we're, and so it was one of those things. And I said it on the headset, this is going to be one of the best calls I've ever made or one of the worst. And uh, um, again, sometimes drastic times calls for drastic yeah. measures. And uh, I felt confident that we would execute it. We did. We had three linemen out there. I don't know if they blocked the soul. They were supposed to. Jay's kind of outrun one and, and flipped into the end zone there. Uh, uh, you know, something we'll all talk about for a long
0: time, but uh, I'm glad it worked. Shop Springs Creamery is the official chocolate milk supplier of Blue Devils football and the folks who make that possible with their sponsorship, Family Medical Associates and Pediatrics. This week's team meal, of course, we film this on Wednesday. Uh, Thursday's team meal will be provided... Uh, by the football class of 1996 elliot carson ryan alds todd tressler they're going to feed town square social and then on friday ward five alderman tick Bryan and the paul jewell family will provide a meal from zaxby's and two good meals for the kids on thursday and friday yes sir you know uh thursday afternoons they're always excited
1: go up there and get a little devotional and book time and and then uh good good meals and then uh friday it's more uh game day oriented and and but uh you know it's it's good to know that uh you know they they they, they love to say coach what are we what are we jackson reynolds is the most popular man on thursday he what, you text your dad tell him ask him so what, are we, what are we doing what are we do. doing and so uh you know it's it's great we appreciate everybody that supports us and uh you know, it, it's big for some of those kids, and so it's uh, it's a big thing for our program.
0: Well, there's there's the people, the principals who are providing that, Carson Alds and Tressler, all played for Lebanon, all love this program. Uh, Tick, a graduate of 1976, who was a football manager for four years, and Paul Jewell, we share, the number 85, he wore it a lot better than I did when he played, but uh, the old guys Still care about the football program. Yeah,
1: you know it's it's great to have the old guys when they show up and and talk to the guys and get their picture made with them and tell the old stories and uh, you know it's uh, I, I often tell the kids someday hopefully you'll be in the position to give back
0: and you can tell our stories. Yeah. And pay it
1: forward.
0: Hey, best of luck when you play Galton on Friday night, Chuck. Thank you, Tommy. Chuck Gentry, head coach of the Blue Devils, with us on the first segment of Coach's Night Out. We're live from Town Square Social. We'll be back right after this. Missing out. That's that's all there is. You're, you're missing out. Coaches' night out live from Town Square Social, 145 Public Square. This is our last show of the 2023 season. Thanks to DT McCall and Sons, Lebanon, Carthage, Lafayette, Franklin, and Cookville, Cumberland University Athletics, THW Insurance Services LLC, The Salas Realty Group, Daryl Tidwell, Loan Originator with Southern Bank of Tennessee, and Advantage Roofing Contractors LLC. Rob Painter, and Donnie Self, the principals there. Tim Mathis, head coach at Cumberland University, with me here in the second segment of the show. And, Tim, it, it, it's really – and this has been kind of an epidemic in, in county football this year. Second halves have been awfully tough for just yeah. about everybody. You had a 7-0 lead at Bethel. Excuse me, a 7-0 lead, yeah, at Bethel bet. in McKenzie, mm-hmm. Uh you maybe missed an opportunity to get some more points. And then Bethel kind of flips the switch there in the second half and they win 24 to seven and Bethel's considered a top 10 football
3: team. Yeah. And what, and what you said really nails it on the head for us. It was missed opportunities. We had a chance to score a lot more points, a field goal and possibly another touchdown in the first half. And we didn't. And even going start of the fourth quarter, we're down 14 to seven and we just missed a read that had a wide open guy in the end zone. You know, we could have tied it there 14, 14. It's just, we played them tough. We just, they, they executed when they needed to. We didn't, you know, we didn't finish it and that's kind of been the story sometimes with our second half is just not finishing what we did. I was really proud of the way, you know, we started the game with the first 30 minutes of the game. We had the ball over 20 minutes, you know, which, which our was script was working. Yeah, yeah. That, it was working. What we did was working, but you got to our opportunities. We had. We had to put. You know. We had to put it away, and we didn't.
0: And, and I, I'm sure there, there 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 gets to be some frustration in that, particularly in that second half, when you say, "Okay, we need a play or two to kind of keep going and doing what we're doing," and, and it doesn't materialize. It,
3: yeah, and it is it's, it is frustrating because. We're we're there. Yeah. And you just you just you got to finish, and that you know I told them after the game, and it wasn't you know wasn't I wasn't gripping at them or saying that they're immature or whatever, but we just got to grow up and find a way to win to, to finish the game and win because you know we it's a it's a youngest team, but we, those guys have played enough where they've got to they've got to. You know, just we gotta be able to finish and you know, that's what the frustrating is. We're playing well enough at times to win the game, but we gotta play
0: the whole game to win the game. Well and, and that was gonna be my point. You're you're still a youngish football team, but eight, ten weeks into the season when you count in those those open weeks that you had they're they're not really sophomores anymore. They're, no. they're they're on the way.
3: You got you got sophomores that become more or less juniors, and the freshmen have become more or less sophomores, yeah. because they're playing so much. And it's just it's just you know biggest thing too is, and I was proud because they did keep they kept fighting with it, and you know it's just a part of you know you got to grow up and just take control of it because the biggest thing is. Adversity happens in every game. You're gonna have you're gonna have highs and lows, and when the lows hit, you can't hang your head and say here we go. It's got to be all right. It's okay. Let's go, not here we go. Let's go, and and you know, hope ho- hopefully that that starts happening really soon because we, you know these last two weeks we have played pretty good football against two pretty good football teams, but you know I don't I don't want to. I'm tired of, uh, you know, consolations thing, but you played well. That doesn't matter. We need to win the games.
0: Yeah. Well, that's, it's almost, that's the prize at the, at the end of the week. You put in all the practice time, you put in all the the study, the work, and then you get the Saturday. That's where you get your reward. Right. And, you
3: know, and then turn around the second half of that, you know, to give them a little credit, they kind of. They kind of Cumberland, Cumberland. They kept the ball away from us and and kind of turned the script to the same way and just didn't let us have the ball because they more or less split the script in the second half and had it about 20 minutes of the of the 30 minutes and that you know if you're going to keep it the first half like that you darn well need to keep it the second half like that and that that's part of it too but it it is it's part of continuing drives and 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 making the right you know. One little missed block here, one little missed pass opportunity there, and the drive stalls out, and and their drive – that's the difference in the game. Their drives didn't stall out. Ours did. Because the first half, we, tur- we made them turn the ball over. Yeah. I mean, we're doing
0: everything we wanted to do. Uh, a side note, that was kind of my headline in uh, Wednesday's edition of the Post, is that Traylon Shepard hit a milestone, a serious milestone – Cumberland started playing football again back in 1990. There's never been any back to accumulate 3,000 yards in a career. And, and Traylon, who you said when you signed that bird, that he's going to be good. He's going to be special. And he has certainly filled that bill, went over 3,000 yards early in that football game against Bethel. Yeah, I mean, he's he's a tremendous The thing about him. He is. He's
3: a, he's a really good running back really great, but he's a great teammate and he's just a great person too. He's 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 a big cog to who Cumberland is and who you want Cumberland to be. You yeah. know, he's just somebody you can point to and just said follow follow his lead and you wouldn't do too bad. So, you know, he's a big part of us and he's had a really good career and, and hopefully we can add to those yards before these next three games and kind of pad that for the next person to have a,
0: a lot higher mark to hit you got to get on those buses, and you got a heck of a haul to go outside of Charlotte, North Carolina to play St. Andrews, Uh, that game on Saturday. What's the travel look like? When will you leave to get there? Probably the most disappointed I've
3: been the last month was I thought it was a a six-and-a-half-hour trip. And then, for whatever reason, I did put it in Matt's look, and it's an eight-hour trip. And so... That's the most disappointing I've been in a while. So we'll leave about 8.30 Friday morning and just, you know, spend the day on the road to get there about 6 o'clock or so Eastern time that night and just hopefully we get there in time. We'll probably do a walkthrough before we eat dinner and then Saturday morning do another walk through. But, it, you know, it's part of it. But, you know, that's kind of the schedule we were given because that's one of our crossword games that was yeah. given to us that we had to reschedule. So it. Uh,
0: it's and you kind of did be... those guys a favor, didn't you? Because right. they asked out of the original date in order to pick up a money game.
3: Yeah, they they played Dave uh, Davidson College, and um, when they were supposed to play us, they had had that had that game and never told anybody that it was that week. So. You know, we had an open date when they had an open date. So, like, you know, we're still going to play you. Yeah. We'll just play this date. And it, it kind of makes it tough because it made it where we're going on a, a whole month road trip for a month and and not being home. But, you know, that's part of it. We agreed to it. So, <laughs> we're going to get on those stinking buses and, and go a while. We, we need to get frequent. I don't know what, what kind of mile, frequent flyer miles you get on a bus. I don't, maybe I can sit closer to the the toilet on the back end of it or something so i can go to the restroom i don't i don't know any good part about
0: riding a bus they can dress it up all they want to with uh wi-fi and uh and and screens to watch movies and all that kind of stuff and air conditioning but a bus is still a bus bus. and eight hours on a bus is is a tough go uh what do you know about saint andrews what have you seen on film good
3: um, defensively they they're a base 3-4 defense they'll get in they'll get in an even front they'll get in a 4-3 kind of look on defense and um you know they they're 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 an okay team and yeah offensively they try to run power and 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 three step game and and in inside zone and they I mean, they've kind of dab- tried to dabble a little bit in some triple option stuff too, but they're—it's a team that looks like they're trying to still figure out what they want to do. Uh, the coach is—I think this might be his second year there. And they're just trying to figure out, you know, what they want to do, and he's kind of got his arms tied on stuff he can do. But you know, it's—they try hard. I mean, I, I've tried to tell our kids, you know we're not getting on the bus Is showing up in the games. You're going to play it. And it's, you know, they, uh, for the longest time against union who beat us, it was a 13 to six ball game, you know, and, and, and union didn't just blow them away or whatever. You know, you got to play and you yeah. got to, you, you got to, that's why you show up to games. I think, I think around here this past week, the uh, undefeated team got beat by a team that not won a game. So, that's why you play the game because yeah. you never yeah. know what's going to happen. So it's a team that, you know, you got to take it serious. They're a college football team. You, we got to take them serious, and and it's going to be as a long bus trip. Any of those trips makes it more challenging. So you don't need to go in there with a mindset of we're just going to show up and the game's going to be over. We got We got to try to get Cumberland better, and that's that's what we've got to concentrate on. Is just concentrate on Cumberland being consistent. Let's play the first half, then the second half, you know, there's definitely things we can work on and do better because, you know, if we'd have done that last week we might be talking about
2: something really
3: good that happened. So it's the way you look at it and the way you present it to the kids and you know you don't you don't cut to it. If they want a game, no. They haven't, but that doesn't mean
0: they can't. Right. it, it, it
3: goes back to your mindset of, of how you show up to that game.
0: If I remember the last time Cumberland went, I I went on that trip, uh, you guys dressed at the gym, which is up on top of the hill. And you had to take tents with you to have on the field because you didn't want to hike up that Uh, hill. Will you do that sort
3: of thing? Oh, yeah. We're not going back to this old guy ain't walking but once. (laughs) I'm going to hitch a ride and we go back to the – it's – you know, it's unfortunate Those obstacles that they have, what I just mentioned to go, but I mean, it's probably not quite a mile, but it's during the close to a mile that you got to go. I mean, they have to walk it too. Yeah. And, But yeah, we'll take our tents and we'll do halftime right there. We're not coming off that field to the end of the game. So it makes which another thing makes it a little more challenging because, you know, it's not something where you can walk two or three minutes back to your locker room at halftime or anything. It, it just makes it more challenging. It is a tough, it's a tough setup for them. I mean, their, their, their football field is just kind of in the front of the campus and everything's in the back of the campus and which makes it, it
0: makes it tough. Well, uh, long trip, kind of strange logistics there at the stadium, but the goal is to go there and win a football game.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's, we're not going to show up to any game. You know, the next two, we're thinking the same thing. And that, again, that's Cumberland, take care of Cumberland. We've got to work on what, and we've got to make it, uh, as coaches, we got to make it important. And and, and, and you know, you do hope that hopefully that some guys that might not have gotten some playing time get some more playing time. and But you got to get to that point first to make that happen. So, um, you know, it's going to be, it's college football every game we have is going to be a challenge so it's it's about us perfecting cumberland and getting better uh, and, and you know obviously hopefully coming back with a win
0: tim i appreciate the visits all throughout the season you you've been here every every game every week and and i appreciate that thanks for the uh, for being here they don't want to just see me talking on this <laughs> thing they want to see me talking to somebody and And I appreciate your attendance and willingness to
3: be a part of this. Thank you. And half of those people that are watching tonight are watching you. So don't don't take it lightly. Hall (laughs) of Famer right here.
0: Well, thanks anyway. Tim Mathis, we appreciate it. Thank you, Phoenix. Hey, we're going to take a break right here. We'll be back with our third segment of Coach's Night Mm -hmm. Out here at Town Square Social after these words. Third segment of Coach's Night Out. We're live at Town Square Social, 145 Public Square, Lebanon. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner. Check it out. Uh, great place to eat, great place to gather. Advantage Roofing Contractors, LLC. Daryl Tidwell, Loan Originator with Southern Bank of Tennessee. The Salus Realty Group, THW Insurance Services, LLC. Cumberland University Athletics. and D.T. McCall & Sons, Carthage Lafayette lebanon franklin cookville home of free delivery make this show possible week 11 starts on thursday as watertown goes to community high school in unionville friday green hill at mount juliet lebanon at gallatin the king's academy at friendship clarksville academy at mount Juliet christian academy and cookville at wilson central josh crouch head coach of green hill with me here in the third and final segment Tough go last week for your kids, wasn't it? It was. It was uh, kind of a you know we we had three
4: turnovers, uh, only had one, and had two untimely ones. Go up seven uh, first drive, get the ball back three and out, and then had a turnover right after. It had an opportunity to go up fourteen nothing, and uh, just didn't put uh, didn't put a good a good complimentary football game together.
0: Football's a dangerous football team, aren't
4: they? They, they, they really are. Yeah, I, I think I, I, at the beginning of the year I knew that uh, they were going to be one of the teams that we needed to beat to be able to put ourselves in a good position to uh, uh, be in a region uh, championship or even competing to, to go to the playoffs. And, um, and The quarterback there is one of the better players that I've uh, coached against uh, just as far as a, a running quarterback goes, and 10 was – uh, well, in my opinion, one of the better players in our region in total. So um, I, I thought they had a good team. Uh, I thought we played them really well. Uh, just had some inopportune uh, you know, penalties and turnovers and had some of that youngness come out uh, at wrong times on last Friday.
0: Their quarterback is almost like an old single-wing tailback. They line him up in that gun, and they're running quarterback power. They're running leads and, and, and letting him – go downhill he's a load. yeah he's six three two forty uh at
4: quarterback and throws it well enough to be respectable uh where you can't really denote nine guys to the box and play man on the outside um you know we we did a pretty solid job but anytime you get a quarterback run um you know you get an extra hat for the running back it ends up being a, a minus one for the defense yeah. and everything's a you know, plus one in leverage and angles game so uh anytime the quarterback's a threat to run the ball uh, obviously, it, it puts a little bit more strain on the defense. Um, Saban has been saying it for many years. Anytime you get somebody like that in the backfield that can run the ball, it's, it puts some stress on it. I thought we did a really good job uh, containing the run. We just uh, out of the three plays they scored, they scored on last week. They had one play over 40 yards in each drive. Really. Uh, so we uh, we talk about splash plays a lot defensively and getting the momentum. And uh, you know, in high school football, if you can make people drive on you uh usually it's the bend-but-don't-break mentality. And uh, we, we had three plays over 40 yards and put them in scoring range. And they, you know, tipped the hat, so they scored when they got down there. So um, they were uh, – they, they got in there opportunistic and scored. And, uh, you know, ultimately we just got down to one one possession and not, not
0: being able to punch it in there late. And, and there's got to be a certain amount of frustration that sets in. You're on the sideline, you're working the game, and it's just not come together yeah and uh you know we play with a lot of energy and a lot of emotion, and I
4: felt like the last two weeks has not been um, up to the momentum side of of, of our energy um, on the sidelines or even after scores. you know it just doesn't it didn't feel like we were uh, really excited about it. It almost feels like uh, we're waiting for the next opportunity to not be successful instead of uh, or wondering about what bad is gonna happen next instead of. Snowballing positive and building uh, on the positive. Yeah, so uh, there's a there's there there's a little bit in the back of our minds, a little bit as players, just not to make a mistake. And I think that's when you start making mistakes, when you start playing a little bit timid. And uh, you know we got to get back to playing uh, some good complimentary offense, defense, special teams, and uh, building on each other and snowballing into positive outcomes. You've never made excuses, but you got a couple of kids to kind of beat up, don't you? we got a couple that are in there, but, uh, you know, I, I don't feel like it's it's prevented us from being in games and, and, and winning games. You know, we lose an overtime game and we lose a one-score game. Both of them are close, and we have opportunities in both games uh, to solidify those games and win them and uh, just don't for whatever reason. Uh, so, you know, we got to go back to the drawing board and see if we can put our kids that, that are out there in better positions and uh, go out there as coaches and give us the best opportunity to win. Friday
0: at Mount Juliet the Mayor's Cup, all that goes with playing an in-city rival, but it's it's basically a playoff game. It's a game that, you know, if Green Hill wins that football game, you've solidified where you're going to be in the playoffs. There's, there's a scenario sheet out there with all these different options, but... If you win the football game, Green Hill takes care of business, yeah, and i we've been preaching that the last two weeks is that we had opportunities to control our own destiny.
4: We still have everything in our in our uh, in our hands out in front of us. but uh, you know I, I I think right now with the scenarios and everything that's out there, you know the best thing we can do is just tell our kids to take care of one play at a time, uh, put our best foot forward and see what happens. Uh, you know, there's big football games all across the region last week was a big one to kind of See where we're going seating wise. But, uh, you know, the beginning of the year, uh, you know, my wife told me this and I'm thankful to have her. But uh, six wins or seven wins at the beginning of this year after losing, you know, four uh, college sure. players on offense and replacing Caleb Carver and some of these and some of the sophomores that have stepped up and played really, really good football for us is uh, it's encouraging. And, uh, you know, we may be in the moment, but. Uh, I, th- I feel like even the valleys, even the highlands, you've got to be consistent with our uh, with our praise of our kids, and I think we've done a good job, and I think we're battling and fighting. Uh, we're just getting life lessons right now and learning how to uh, how
0: to be successful
4: in in tough times.
0: Mount Juliet presents some problems in that they've got two running backs in croup and Edwards, who are basically equal their their numbers are are right there together over. 750 eight hundred yards each and their carries are about the same
4: yeah and you tie that in with a division one quarterback yes yeah. it's hard uh, you know you, you've got a, a guy that's six four six five that can spin it uh, and throw it around and it's kind of the same thing about a uh, cookball is, is, is a little similar other than the running quarterback but if you really sell out to stop the run and stop four and stop two or then you know three can end up spinning it out there and beating you with his arm. Um, you know you got to be really really good on your reads and your keys but you know when you got three or four guys that are division one college players out there on the field in high school it's tough they got to miss their football finalist, in my opinion at defensive end that the figurative kid has uh double digit sacks um you know their linebacker group is really well coached big defensively they're they're big um you know it's going to be a tough game. It's going to be uh, an opportunity for us to kind of get out there and with a chip on our shoulders, see how we play. Uh, and I do think that our kids, no matter what, even in situations since 2020, they've never backed down from anything. So
2: uh, I
4: think we'll come out ready to fight. But uh, you know it, it's it's a tough matchup. It's a really good football team Mount Juliet has, and uh, they got really really good skill players, really good offensive linemen. It's the reason
0: why they're nine or nine and one or eight and one. And, and and coming off a game where they didn't play well and. They're going to play like they've got something to prove. Yeah, I've been there. Two weeks ago, we were we were in that same
4: boat. Um, You almost feel like you know you when you don't play well and you lose. um, You know you've got opportunities to win games, and um, you know when other teams win it or you have turnovers, you have examples as to why the game didn't go that way. It's a little bit easier to. You know, take a loss, but when you just don't play well, that's the hardest thing. And that's—I yes. was there two weeks ago, and you know, the world was. Luckily, the sun doesn't rise and, and fall on Green Hill football. So, um, I was there, and I know Trey's uh, got his, his kids really excited about playing another football game and get that bad taste out of their mouth. And I'm
2: sure they'll come out ready to play.
0: Their kicker Echeverria,
2: makes you go the
0: long way. I haven't seen him up close and impersonal He's kicking it through the end zone on kickoffs and has really turned into a fine punter when you can make him punt. But to, to make a team go the long way is a big deal in high school football. It's such a, a big uh,
4: weapon to have when you look at having a specialist. that, And sometimes he just toys with them and puts it on the one-yard line on kickoff. And their guys will get down there and tackle him inside the 20. Um and you know they've got they've got two really good specialists. They they've brought a freshman in that kicks well. Tate Mirabit's kid comes in sometimes in onside kicks. Uh, he does some place kicking, uh, and then kicking. And that I, I believe they tried a 53 yarder against Gallatin and hit it uh, with the uh, with the 99 kid, the the regular kicker. And uh, you know when you put the ball when you make a high school team go 80 yards is tough. Uh, anytime you kick the ball off, um, you you have that that weapon back there and. Again, he's one of the the many uh, weapons that they have, and uh, you know they do. They got a good program and, and good football players.
0: Talk talk about if you would, Josh, a couple of keys that Green Hills going to have to take care of to be where you want to be as, as that game winds down in the fourth quarter. Yeah,
4: so uh, you know, offensively, I think we've got a we we did a really good job getting on the ball last week, and Cannon, our sophomore quarterback, did a really good job of giving it out where it wasn't just going to him. We We've seen Dallas Jackson come over from the defensive side of the ball and give us some reps. Braden Jones uh, gave us some good catches. I think we've got to move the ball around. I don't think we can just hand it to one person and throw it to one person. I think we've got to really make them defend all of the all of the field. Uh, you know, we're a little bit more of a spreader team, and we're trying to get you know everybody out of the box in order to run it. Uh, so when we have to run it, I think we're gonna you know we're gonna have to do a really good job with those front four that they've got. Um, defensively, it's been our secondary. The last two weeks have just given up big plays. Uh, and with a Division One quarterback like they've got, um, you know, we just got to make them consistently snap the ball again. See if we can get a mistake or get a penalty or you know get them behind the chains on first down. Um, and then special teams wise, uh, if we can create opportunities for our offense to get the ball back, uh, that would be big for us uh, just to get the momentum going. But um, you know, I think I think the biggest thing is going to be defensively if anybody can you know, hold them uh, to, to, to two or three scores uh, and give them your opportunity uh, on offense to score when you get inside the red zone.
0: Taking advantages of the opportunities when they present themselves, it's got to be huge.
4: Yeah, and I, I don't think there's going to be many of them. All right? So there may be, you know, two or three plays that's going to decide a football game, um, and we've got to be on the plus end of both of those. And that's something we've struggled with a little bit as of late, We made some of those plays early on in the year, and uh, was doing uh, the ball was bouncing right. And now we just got to get back to uh, you know playing solid, good football on both sides of the ball. And uh, if we have to flip the field, we got to you know our special teams got to win for us.
0: You've not been shy about running your quarterback Cannon Burrows on some designed quarterback runs. And and he he can get you some yards. Yeah, I've been I've been uh, really impressed with
4: his development over a year um, from going from freshman ball uh, to where he was one of the better athletes on the field to now stepping in the quarterback role where now you're just you know you're trying to find your spot. But uh, he is developmentally uh, I mean exponentially uh, from just being able to read a defense from two high shells to numbers in the box to. You know, if I got the green light to run it, or I can throw it out there to my one of my receivers in one on one matchup, and uh, for it, the amount of processing he has to do as a young kid, um, you know, it's been impressive to watch him play for a little bit. We're excited to have him for three or two more years. Uh, but as far as he he goes as an athlete wise, he's one of our better athletes. Uh, you know, he could pick up a baseball and throw it 80 miles an hour. He can pick a basketball and dunk it. Um, he's one of those special kids that uh, that does a lot for us. So you know, we would back to that cookable conversation. If you got a quarterback that can run it, um, it puts some some stresses on the defense and uh, it makes them kind of show their hand whether they want to play too high and a lighter box or they can load the box and see if we can spin it out there for some of those skill guys.
0: Well, again, he's not a sophomore anymore. He's 11 weeks into the season. And, again, you, you put a lot on his plate. Yeah, and we've uh, – you know, Coach White does our offense and calls
4: it. Coach Jones does our passing stuff. And we – and we threw it last week thirty-eight times. Uh, Cannon had two hundred and fifty something yards passing, three touch two touchdowns. Um, and we don't we don't sit back and change anything just because he's a sophomore or a young guy. Uh, we're going to give the full because we feel like we've got some good athletes. We have got to spread it out in order to win games and uh, just
0: make making him make clear uh, decisions and letting him be uh, the general of offense. Is, is the building Green Hill High School? Is that community excited about this opportunity to go right up the street to yeah. play Mount Juliet?
4: Yeah, I think so. So my, my son plays 10-year football for our youth league, and, uh, you know, some of those kids in the youth league had uh, split off from Mount Juliet youth to come over yeah. to Green Hill youth because that's the only really youth league we had for the last uh, couple of years was the Mount Juliet league. But, man, we go to practice every week and, hey, what's the Bears look like? What do the Hawks look like? What kind of game we're going to have? And, uh, you know, so I think people are excited to be there. I know we've got a lot of people that – has said uh, they're they're putting off a vacation or, or going somewhere to come to the game on Friday. So uh, you know, high school athletics is so big with uh, providing experiences for kids, and you know we can't survive unless patrons come and watch the game. And uh, you know, for Coach Perry and their staff and the the environment that they have at, uh, over there at the high school is one of the better ones I feel like in the state. Of when there's two really good programs that are playing each other, there's no track around the field, there's no you know, extra stuff that, that you have at a lot of high school places. That is a football facility, and it's one of the rare ones in the, in the state and the county, and, uh, you know, we're we're looking for an opportunity like it was in 21 to go there, pack our side out, uh, and be excited about two good football programs.
0: I know when Lebanon went there, they were standing in the end zone where the concession stand is, and I can only imagine how much bigger that crowd's going to be. For Green Hill and Mount Julia, two natural rivals, neighbors, going at it on Friday night. Yeah, and we're excited about it, man. I, I, I think high school football in the most pure
4: sense is about two communities playing for each other, and it's it really what wakes me up in the morning. Like it gets me going when you when you talk about you know kids growing up and playing for a school and wanting to play against each other. A lot of these kids grew up playing with each other yeah. in youth leagues, so uh, they're all friends and they all want bragging rights and. Uh, we just want to be able to provide a good experience. And the, the first thing that we can provide is uh, our, our group coming over and supporting those kids and playing. And uh, that atmosphere is, is uh, one of – it's the best football game I've ever been a part of as far as the atmosphere goes. And have uh, been fortunate to have been in some big ones. Um, and I, I, I have not found a better uh, atmosphere other than Hill Mount Juliet uh, week
0: 11, uh, regardless of where we've both been at the last two years. It's always been a really good crowd. Josh, I know there'll be a mob there for that football game. Enjoy the moment. Yes, sir. Have a big time with it. And this is our last show of the season. Thanks for being here and closing it out with us. We appreciate it. And I was telling at the front end of the show, we've been averaging about fifteen hundred views nice. on these shows, and I think people have a real interest in high school football. And it's not a show unless the coaches come and visit with me because they sure don't want to watch me <laughs> talk for. For an hour, but I, I appreciate your attendance and, yeah. and being active and being involved. With it. Absolutely, it's uh, it's one of the
4: the highlights of my week. Whenever you call me and text me and say I can come, so well, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to be here. And thanks for that. It's uh, it's uh, it's awesome. It's, uh, you, and you've done it for a long time for the right way. So uh, we appreciate you and all of you. Thanks, pal. Yes, sir. Appreciate it.
0: Well, for everybody here, for Hunter, for Justin, I'm Tommy Bryan. I will talk to you later.